2: Hey friends, HelloFresh delivers pre-portioned ingredients to your door including farm fresh produce that arrives within a week. So you get convenience without ever skimping on quality, skip the trip to the grocery store, saving you the weight in long lines and ensuring that you don't waste money on excess food. HelloFresh has fit and wholesome recipes for satisfying and nutritious meals that you can feel good about with six recipes per week to choose from, including low calorie and carb conscious options. Warm yourself up from the inside out with limited time recipes inspired by cozy classics from around the world. Like, beef tenderloin and cheese fondue, or miso, sesame shrimp, and bacon ramen. I love HelloFresh. Everything is packaged perfectly and easily for me. I love that you can customize your own dish. They make it super easy to switch out chicken for ground turkey and broccoli for asparagus. HelloFresh offers the flexibility you need to easily customize your order online or in the app. Easily change your delivery day, food preferences, and plan size, or skip a week whenever you need to. Customize your favorite dishes with their new Hello Custom offerings by swapping out one protein or side for another, upgrading for a more luxe experience, or even adding protein to a veggie meal. That means more choices, more variety, and more meals truly tailored to you. Go to HelloFresh.com Awesome 16 and use code AWESOME16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. That's HelloFresh.com slash AWESOME16 and use code AWESOME16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Hello awesome's. It is so good to be back on the microphone and back in your earbuds. I am so so thankful for the outpouring of support that I and my family have received from the awesome community in the past month as we endured the pain of my mother's hospitalization her death, and her funeral services. The past few weeks have been the most difficult of my life, but I could feel the spirit of the awesome community every step of the way. Your prayers, messages, financial gifts, and kindness have all been a very real light in a very dark time. And on behalf of my family, I want to say thank you so much. And although I've already told them a dozen times, I want to publicly say that I am so, so grateful to have an incredible team here at sort of Awesome and at our podcast network, Cloud 10. What a gift to have the whole team step up to keep sort of Awesome running while I was away. Now, this week's episode has been such a treat to put together. One of my very favorite things since the beginning of this podcast has been sharing confessions with you. And sometimes, as you know, I probably share a little more than I should. So I went through and picked out some of my favorite and most memorable confessions shared through the years by me, Kelly, Rebecca, and Laura. And just a little heads up, these confessions get spicier as we go. And the ones at the end might not be appropriate for little ears, especially the very last one that has never been heard before by anyone, except for our superstar Patreon supporters. So here are some of our most memorable confessions. Happy listening. All right, what's up next?
1: I have been married 10 years this summer, and I have unopened wedding gifts in my basement. (laughs) What?
2: (laughs) This is also amazing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And to everyone who attended my wedding and gave me gifts, I am so thankful, number one, that you are listening to this podcast, because that's really amazing. And number two, your thoughtfulness and generosity meant a lot to me. Please do not be alarmed that your gifts are still in my basement. Um and I only moved here like six years ago, which means that I moved unopened wedding gifts from my apartment to my house. <laughs> Basically you... I have I was gonna say, do you know what's in the boxes? Like Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. okay. They're unwrapped. Okay. They're just okay. not open. So okay. I have a blender. And it's logical because I had my mother gave me a smoothie maker when I was in college. But when I was registering for wedding gifts, I thought, well, I need like a responsible grown up blender. Like, I can't just use a smoothie maker for the rest of my life. Well, spoiler alert, you can. <laughs> and I have been. <laughs> <laughs> and I kept the blender in my basement. Cause I kept thinking, well, this smoothie maker a is going to die or B someday I'm going to be a grown up and stop making salad dressing in a smoothie maker. And <laughs> neither one of those things has happened yet. <laughs> and I also received a pampered chef pizza
2: stone. Oh girl, was- you got to get that out and use it. <laughs> those are amazing. And I am not kidding about that. Like today, <laughs> Rebecca, go down to the basement and get that out because you will not be sorry.
1: I wish that you guys could see how fast (laughs) Megan like leapt to her microphone
2: (laughs) to reprimand me for that one. You have to get that one out. I don't care about the blender so much. You need to get your Pampered Chef pizza stone out. In
1: our apartment, we did not have very good kitchen storage. So I just put it away. I was like, I can't deal with this here. When we get a house, I'll get it out. And then we moved to the house and I kind of forgot about it and I don't really know how to use it. Like, what am I supposed to do with
2: it? We're going to talk about this later, but it it, it makes your pizza extra delicious. <laughs> it cooks the dough so evenly where it's nice and crisp on the, on the bottom, but also you get still some chewiness to it. If you make a homemade pizza, you're going to want to use that pizza stone. I'm telling you. Okay. Well, if, it's you're if you're listening, if you're listening please back me up on this. I, (laughs) I'm not a huge pampered chef fan. I've tried a few products here and there from friends who sell it through the years, but that pizza stone is like the best investment I made in terms of pizza preparation. (laughs) Well, thank you for the tip. Hey, Laura, what's your second one on, what's the
3: second one on your list? Well, this is another thing that is not usually spoken about. I'm really really going there this episode, but I actually like the look of a (laughs) uniboob.
0: What? Wait. What? What? (laughs) Wait a minute. I'm going to have to
3: take a minute here. What? You know how like when people wear sports bras all the time, it's like no, you shouldn't do that or you shouldn't wear a sports bra under like your nicer shirts or whatever because you look like you have a uniboob. You're supposed to have two different mouths.
1: (laughs) Did you just say two different mounds? Mounds is the word you use. <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: <laughs> but what do we call
3: them? Well, <laughs> Grouping. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> script this, can you tell? Um, so like, I guess you're supposed <laughs> to... <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> I I wish this video.
2: (laughs) Don't look at me.
3: (laughs) You're gonna have to look down. You're gonna have to look down. I am like more on the modest side of dressing, so I guess I don't. I just don't really mind, kind of. It being a more modest look over a bunch of cleavage. Like, I'm just not the type of person who is going to show a bunch of cleavage. I actually don't like sports bras all that much, like, for comfort level. But I don't think that that sort of flatter look is bad. Like, I kind of am like, okay, I like that better. Like, I'm just not... And accentuate your curves girl even though like all style advice for all time is exact accentuate your curves i'm like or flatten them down
2: (laughs) um laura you need to check your privilege (laughs) you need to check your tall and slender privilege
0: (laughs) oh my goodness well played megan well played (laughs)
3: I feel like I'm like saying something that could be taken the wrong way, like that one should flatten them down. I I'm wish we'll, like,
2: I wish everyone could see the hand motions that Laura's is making as she makes her point about the boob area.
3: I'm not. It's not a judgment. I'm not saying one should dress modestly or should look androgynous. <laughs> I'm just saying, I kind of like that look, and it, you're not supposed to like that look. You're supposed to like, yeah, yeah, boobs out, boobs out. But, you know, and I don't. <laughs> I don't like boobs out. I will. Really, I like a,
0: a a pillar. I think this is pretty unpopular, at least amongst the people with whom I hang out. And it is. I could skip Christmas as a whole season. What? Really? Yes, really. Ah, uh, humbug to you. I know it is very bah So I don't usually say that. And I keep my inner Scrooge pretty well hidden, except to my sister who has to listen to me whine and kvetch a lot, but it is just, ugh, to me, I feel like it is too long. It is too long to celebrate one day. There's so much pressure then on this one day. There are two many things to do and I have pared down my list, people. I mean, it's not like I'm trying to do the whole Martha Stewart calendar or anything. I mean we just do a few things, but even those, I do them because of my children. Sure. Because of course kids love Christmas. You know? So again, we watch the videos that I've watched a thousand times and we make the cookies even though actually this is not popular opinion. Cookies are disgusting. I don't even like Christmas cookies. Wait, you mean like Christmas cookies are disgusting or all cookies? Almost all cookies. There, there might be like two or three that I would reserve. I would never choose to eat a cookie. Kelly, you like, are, are so broken. So <laughs> What's wrong no, with you? No. Pie, pie. It goes like this in order. Pie, cake, ice cream, candy, mud pies, then cookies. Hi! <laughs> pie. Mud pies, not even a dessert. I'm saying it's like below dirt to me, our cookies.
3: Hi! You need pie. to take your Vera
0: Bradley and go back to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even I don't own any beer, Bradley. That's not a thing where I live. But pie, ladies and gentlemen, is actually a healthy dessert. So we, we are way off like this is not this is not my unpopular opinion. <laughs> this is a side ancillary. Cookies are the point of Christmas. Right there, that takes it down a notch. Like that's a lame dessert. The whole holiday has a lame dessert to me.
1: You so, should just say cookies are the point of Christmas. I right. think <laughs> <laughs> You need to check yourself here, Kelly.
0: What happened to Jesus? And Jesus. And okay, Jesus. Goes. Side note. So and he's Jesus. in Jesus. Yeah. So here's the thing. No, really, I mean, part of it is motivated by my spiritual journey of the last years. The whole birth of Christ thing is like so intermingled in a weird way with the secular holiday of Christmas and Santa and all these, these things that are like, okay, if I have to do them, it's, but that, that also makes me uncomfortable. Like I just have a hard time trying to tack Jesus on after like this excess commercialism and having to spend three weeks buying gifts for my kids who don't really need anything, who then get these things and throw them to the side then I've got to find new places to put them in the house. Like there's really, I would be a more pleasant person in December if I didn't have to do this stuff. And I do feel like I have to do it on some level because I have kids. It's possible that when my kids leave, I will do very little of it and I will enjoy a rest from Mm -hmm. the Christmas madness. And maybe then my inner Scrooge will, you know, have a transformation and wake up on Christmas morning and be happy about it. But right now I could skip it. Hey
2: friends, sometimes doing less can lead to so much more. Dipsy Stories believes in less analyzing and more feeling your feelings, less stressing and more easing into things, less scrolling and more savoring the moment, less pressure and more pleasure. Dipsy Stories is an app full of sexy audio stories, and now they even have brand new written stories. No matter who you're into or what turns you on, Dipsy helps bring these stories to life anytime, anytime. Close your eyes and let yourself get lost in a world where only good things happen and pleasure is your only priority. Explore your fantasies in a safe and shame-free way. There are hundreds of stories to choose from and they release new content every week, so there's always more to explore. And they also have wellness sessions to help you wind down and explore and sleep sessions to help you drift off. For you awesome listeners of this show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to DipsyStories.com slash awesome. That's 30 days of full access for free. When you go to D-I-P-S-E-A Stories.com slash awesome. com slash awesome. Hey awesomes, I have been so excited to talk about this again. How much I love Ana Luisa jewelry. Ana Luisa jewelry is made for you and the planet in mind. They are 100% carbon and water neutral, but also really pretty if you ask me. Their versatile designs are perfect to mix and match and wear every day. I even layer my necklaces together now. I have such a hard time choosing just one to wear, so why not two or three? Ana Luisa, that's A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A, has timeless jewelry for any occasion. A cute ring to show off at the grocery store when you're paying for your groceries dainty bracelet for when you pick up an iced coffee and luxurious necklaces that make your friends think, dang, she must have really splurged on that one. But the best part is Ana Luisa jewelry starts at just $39. The prices are incredible. And with our code awesome, you can get 10% off of your order at shopanaluisa.com. At Ana Luisa, again, that's A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A, their pieces are the perfect gift for anybody on your list. A friend, a partner, a sister-in-law, a daughter you want to spoil. Plus, the gift guide on the website, along with their bestsellers page, are great destinations to browse their most gifted options. So while you're getting yourself that new necklace, throw one in for your sister too. Why not? Go treat yourself and your loved ones and use our code AWESOME to get 10% off. I absolutely recommend them. They are a great brand making beautiful, sustainable jewelry. So go check out shopanaloisacom slash awesome, code AWESOME, hashtag Ana Luisa in why? This is so bad. I can't believe I'm saying it out loud. Except then, the only reason I am saying this, Rebecca, is because I do have a history of like actually confessing things and then making a change in my life.
1: Okay. Yeah. Are you putting your hands on your hips? Already? I'm just getting ready. <laughs> I just, I'm fired up. <laughs> okay.
2: We have a book that we checked out when the twins were toddlers. They were probably not even two. Okay. They're five and a half now. We lost it for a very, very, very long time. Then it resurfaced. In the meantime, I've never been back to the public library <laughs> because I have so much shame about this whole book situation. But now we found it. And now I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, there surely is like a cap on fines, right? Like, I am
1: so stressed out right now. Wait, <laughs>
0: I'm what? literally too embarrassed to call the library and ask them what to do.
1: Okay, so you lost the library book. And then from that moment on, you have banned yourself from the library and you never once investigated. Like, yes. So you don't know if the fine is like $5,000. Right. Or if it's like 25. Well, why you can just pay for it like a long time ago and like, stop it in its track. You know, this is
2: the power of shame, especially obviously library related shame for me. I'm like, so embarrassed that it's been out for years. Okay. Does this all go back
1: to, like, because, like, your daughter pooped on the library floor? <laughs> like, are you just, like, afraid to do any yes. misstep because, like, they know yep. you, they have you
2: pegged? There's obviously a deep psychological connection here with the library. <laughs> okay, Meg,
1: I am so stressed out for you. I want to, like, call the library for you, like, right now and find out what the fine is and, like, how much and, like, what their policy is. And yes, yes.
2: Somebody call Oklahoma City Public (laughs) Library. But don't tell them my name. Wait, how have you survived? Just say like theoretically. Okay, now here's what's funny, Rebecca, and this ties back to my awesome of the week. I've avoided the library because we do a lot of Kindle reading. The kids can check out library books from the school library. We surprisingly, amazingly, except for that one Dacey incident, we've never had school library issues. It's only the public library. So the kids get their books at school. But now that I am like, oh, maybe I'll read some of these romance books. Here's the problem. We buy Kindle books all on my Amazon account. Oh, mm, so, yeah. And my daughters have Kindle fires. So even if it's like whenever they open their Kindle, their tablets, their fires, you know, uh-huh. because it's an Amazon device, it like, it's like, here's your library. Would you like to read one of these books that you bought? And I don't want these like racy. No, 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 no. books. appropriate on no, there, so. no, you do not.
1: I mean, you're an avid reader, or at least like you kind of like want to yeah. be, right? You just been buying every single book. I've been buying the books that I want to read. Oh, my I word. Know. Meg, this stresses me out so much. <laughs> this is you know, the one I was going to surprise you with. We are so problematic. Uh, you need to call them right now, uh, today, and tell them the story can't you log in online and like see what your fine
2: is in your account don't you have access to that that. (laughs) oh my word (laughs) so anyway yes because now i'm like i want to like (laughs) seek these romance books into my reading stack but i don't want them to be on my kindle that's like a whole other
1: confession (laughs) like you're reading books too racy that like you need to solve your library (laughs) crisis oh my goodness gracious
2: Okay. Well, my last one is a story that happened to me that I am almost positive. I have never told anybody else. Not even Kyle. I don't think I told him this when it happened. I don't even think I've told my sister Emily this story. It is not my finest moment. Well, I cannot wait to hear it. (laughs) It is a creative bathroom solution. is great. (laughs) (laughs) It just has to do with When I had to come up with a bathroom solution for myself real fast in this circumstance was not ideal. This was like 12 years ago. We had just moved from Texas back to Oklahoma and we were living with Kyle's parents at the time for just a few months because Kyle was coaching college football and starting a new career in the financial services industry. And the firm that he had signed on to didn't know where they were going to place us yet in Oklahoma. They just knew it was going to be somewhere in Oklahoma, but they hadn't picked a city for us yet. So we were living with his parents for about three months. And so this was when Daisy, our oldest, who's now 15, was about three. And then our younger daughter, AJ, was not even a year old yet. She was like probably nine or 10 months old. I didn't have a minivan either. This was like a long time ago. This is a version of myself I barely recognize anymore. It was just, you know, just the four of us and our little family. My in-laws lived out in a small town about 45 minutes outside of Oklahoma City. So the girls and I'd have something to do, had driven into Oklahoma City and gone shopping at a shopping mall for the day. You know how things are, Rebecca, when you have a toddler and a baby. When it's time, and I had really pushed them to the max because I was just enjoying being out and doing stuff. And I was just having a great time and having a fun day with the girls. But they hit the wall of like, It's nap time. It's now or never. It's complete meltdown. I'm pushing the stroller out of the mall. They're like sobbing and falling apart on the way out of the mall because they are just done. (laughs) (laughs) They are just done. So I get them all loaded up, get the stroller into my trunk. I get them, you know, they're all buckled up. We head home. Again, it's like 45 minutes. So we're leaving the sort of like city limits of Oklahoma City. And I am like, oh man, I've got to go to the bathroom. We'd gone and had, you know, lunch at the food court. And I'm sure I drank some kind of gallon sized Diet Coke because, you know, I have my problems with Diet Coke. And we were just outside of the city limits of the Oklahoma City. The girls, I should say, as soon as we like head off down the road, completely crash out because they were so tired. And I was like, oh no, I got to go to the bathroom. But I was like, you know, it's like 45 minutes, like I can hold it. So we get a little bit further down the road and I'm like, shoot, I have got to go to the bathroom. The girls are still asleep in the bath. It's just me and the two girls. And so I'm going and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is getting really uncomfortable. And then I start going through these deliberations in my mind. Should I stop? What would I do if I stopped? Because again, I have AJ, who is a baby, not even like a toddler. She's a baby baby. And then my toddler, I only have the stroller. I don't have any of my carriers. I have no sling, no, nothing to put AJ in because I was, you know, just thinking about the mall And we had the double stroller and all. Like if I got them up, woke them up after they'd been having this meltdown, they've only been asleep for a little bit. <laughs> it's going to be a mess. I'm going to have to carry the baby into this dirty public bathroom stall. And then I'm going to have my toddler and she's going to be, and Daisy was a very dramatic toddler. I was like imagining her continuing on with her meltdown. But then I was like, but I cannot, I cannot leave them in the car not only would I be like so anxiety filled that I probably wouldn't even be able to go to the bathroom, but I was like so terrified that that would be the one time that someone would see these two little. And it also was the summer. I forgot to mention that it was the summer. Like, there's no way I could have left them in the car, and also someone would have called CPS on me. <laughs> so I'm just getting more and more desperate, Rebecca. And so I'm like starting to think, like, what can I do? Like, should I pull over on the side of the road and like go off in the tree line and just like squat down and go? I I'm just like going through every possible scenario in my mind. And I sort of glance over in the seat next to me, diaper bag. (laughs) And I'm like, "Mm -hmm." what if I pee in a diaper? (laughs) (laughs) And listener, that's what I did. Oh my word. No, no. No. I pulled over in some parking lot of some random business off of the (laughs) side of the (laughs) highway. In a parking lot. Yes, I think I maybe pulled around to the back of the building. Like, I tried to I get hope, a little privacy.
1: I am <laughs> I My
2: word. It was like, okay, girls, nobody wake up. Because enjoy your nap. See what I have to do. I'm sure I had shorts on. Get everything off. Get the diaper. Get it all situated. Well, here's an interesting tidbit. Fun fact. Kids' diapers are not the same as adult diapers. Oh, really? <laughs> So here I am as a grown adult woman with a full bladder and that diaper, bless its heart, it filled up real quick. (laughs) But anyway, I managed to be able to get enough business taken care of that I could make it home and quickly, quickly dispose of that whole situation. I think I had a plastic bag in the car and I wrapped up the whole thing. And as soon as we pulled it in the driveway of my in-laws house, I took it immediately to their dumpster. (laughs) Hold on. I have follow up
1: questions. <laughs> <laughs> OK, was your oldest still in diapers? Like, did you use her diaper or did you use the baby
2: diaper? It was Daisy's. And yes, she was like on the very end of potty training, like to the point where I would just keep one with me just in case. So it was at least a bigger kid's diaper. It was not the baby's diaper. So you made the smart choice. Yes, you made the smart choice to
1: use the largest diaper available to you. Yes. Did you secure the diaper to yourself
2: with the (laughs) adhesive tape? (laughs) No, there's no way. Have you ever tried to put on to your full womanly had a few babies body? (laughs) Well, shocker. No, no, I haven't,
1: Meg. (laughs) Okay. Another question. Did it immediately absorb? Or like my fear would be that it would slosh around a bit and like leak out all over the car seat. It didn't get onto
2: your car. It did a little bit. And I had leather seats at the time and never was I so grateful to have leather seats because they actually do clean up pretty quickly. It did absorb pretty quickly, but it also filled up really quickly to the point where I was like, oh no, that's all I'm going to be able to do. Like I said, I could only just do enough to just take the edge off
1: (laughs) so I could get the rest of the way home. How have you never told this story? That's like the second your husband comes home for the day, that's what you lead with. I peed in a (laughs) diaper today. How is this the first time that you're talking about this?
2: I was just so embarrassed. I had to pee in a diaper. (laughs) In my baby's diaper. (laughs)
1: I had to pee in my baby's diaper. That's going to be the quote that we use on social media for this episode. I had to pee in my baby's diaper.
2: (laughs) Okay, friend, do you have any idea how many subscriptions you unknowingly pay for every month? You probably don't want to know the answer. So why not skip to the part where you use Truebill and identify where you can stop spending and start saving. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions that you don't need, want, or the ones you simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in just one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel those unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Truebill has over 2 million users and helps save them over 100 million dollars. They made it so easy for me to save $120 a year after canceling my SiriusXM bill. Plus, they helped me find a ton of subscriptions that my kids had signed up for that I didn't even know about. So you guys, don't fall for those subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash awesome. Go right now. Truebill.com slash awesome. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash Awesome has your mind been sprinting for years on end, leaving trails of stress, anxiety, and fatigue that are eroding your mental health? If you're nodding along yes, then it's time to adopt small daily practices that will have a huge impact on your long-term happiness and well-being. And it's easy to learn with Headspace. Look, we all say we're fine when we don't mean it. Fine isn't really an emotion, is it? How many times have you told yourself you're fine when all you've really felt is anger or sadness or nerves? Headspace, is scientifically proven to help you manage your feelings and your mental health. In fact, a recent study proved in just two weeks, Headspace can reduce your stress by 14%. Whether you want to relieve stress and anxiety, sleep better, or improve your focus, Headspace is your everyday dose of mindfulness for real life. You guys know I talk all the time about how much I love using the Headspace app. I just use it for a few minutes every day. It helps me feel better. It helps me let go of unnecessary stress and move forward in life without anxiety. However, I feel that day, I feel a difference. However, you're feeling, try Headspace at Headspace.com/awesome and get one month free of their entire mindfulness library. This is the best Headspace offer available. So go to Headspace.com/awesome today. Headspace.com/awesome. One last round, Rebecca. What do you have as your last confession today? My last confession
1: is that on Instagram. I follow a couple of companies that make a very unique type of jewelry that is on my secret wish list. Okay. And that is jewelry (laughs) that is made. (laughs) out of breast milk.
2: (laughs) I had a feeling this is where this was going when you started giggling about it. What? 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 Both Laura and I are like what side eye? Rebecca and I are pretty crunchy so I knew exactly what she was about to say. (laughs) I
1: really want a piece of jewelry (laughs) made out of (laughs) made out of (laughs) of my breast milk.
3: No ma'am.
0: No, (laughs) ma'am. That's a hard no.
3: That is a hard no. I would rather you walk around with a vial of Nate's blood in a necklace than a breast milk bracelet.
1: But they're But they're so pretty. They really and are. It's so It's oh, I like have tears. I can't believe I have said this out loud. Okay.
3: <laughs> Me neither. <laughs>
1: Okay, when I started nursing my firstborn, I ended up being quite the fanatic. I just, you know, my sister had warned me. She's like, you know, some women get, like, all these lovey-dovey feelings about breastfeeding. And I just didn't. But I did it because financially it made sense and I knew that biologically like health-wise it was a good choice but I did I could not relate at all to those women who were just all lovey-dovey about it and so I kind of went into it like okay well you know I might be lovey-dovey I might not oh my goodness I like fell in love so much and I ended up nursing my kids for well a lot longer than I expected to and I still have a bag of frozen breast milk for both of my children in my freezer and I would just love to have a (laughs) (laughs)
0: Kelly <laughs> Kelly like can't keep it together. That's like a confession right there. You have a bag of breast milk. How old is your youngest child right now, Rebecca? <laughs> well, Four?
1: Yeah, he'll he's about almost five.
0: So it's been in your freezer for five years. Like you've cleaned your freezer and gently put the breast milk bag back into the freezer.
1: Well, <laughs> yes but I have multiple bags of breast milk from him like I probably have like 10 but that's because <laughs> but that's because just in case I well, <laughs> 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 no this makes Sense. <laughs> I was. I wrote an ebook all about breast milk, and I knew that as a blogger and this ebook author, that I was going to want to take some photographs from time to time of breast milk or frozen breast milk, and that I would want it on hand. And no joke, like two years ago, I got the milk out, and I like did this like little photo shoot of this. Anyway, yes, I and I just think it would just be so awesome.
3: Wait, can we get back? Describe the jewelry, because what I am picturing is so grotesque.
2: No, it's really pretty. It really is. I'll let Rebecca it's, describe it. It's like a pearl. It's like Mother of Pearl. It's, is
1: Yeah. To the it's sort of like aesthetic. It's a creamy white gem. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they do different shapes or like pendant necklaces or earrings or these different settings on rings. And they're really just very pretty. And I just think how amazing that like for so long i fed my children from my body it's like the ultimate like i am woman hear me roar type display i don't know i i i know you guys i just lost yeah. everybody they
0: they they, <laughs> they make uh diamonds out of your loved one's carbon as well and diamonds are beautiful but still you should not be wearing grandma on your ear like there are just some things <laughs> okay
1: well i haven't invested in it yet but i it is something that i daydream about and i follow these accounts on instagram if anybody wants to look one up you can search for uh just breast milk jewelry is one that i follow at breast milk jewelry and it's beautiful
3: i have heard a lot of crazy things on this show (laughs) and i really think that
2: that tops it i really do (laughs) I love it, Rebecca. I'm feeling you. I get it i don't I don't own any of that, but I, I understand the appeal I really do so this is this has been enlightening this whole conversation. Laura, what is your first sorry? Not sorry. Well, while I
3: wholeheartedly agree with Kelly's first one about adulting, I'm going to take a little bit of an opposite stance when it comes to one's private parts.
0: Oh Lord <laughs> feel like i should cross myself because
3: (laughs) in our family we do not refer to them in the adult mature scientific way oh yes so in in that part adulting is hard for me a little bit kelly Uh,
0: i'm (laughs) not sure that counts but that's okay (laughs) so that's right you have special dispensation (laughs) now i want to know what you say can we say that Oh,
3: we, we say, we say a variety of things. We do not have like a set language, but you know, anything that sort of refers to, we all seem to get what we're meaning. Like, you know, woo woo or that area. And I just like, am waving my hand. in.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I kind of like a good bum. It sounds very refined. So when my kids were little, I didn't use all the, my oldest kids. I said all the words that you're talking about, too. We didn't use anything that was correct terminology.
3: We also say okay, no- bobo or hiney bow for the back.
0: Bobo. Uh-huh. I mean,
3: th- there's just various <laughs> things that we call it. And look, I know, like it is like a whole big thing right now that you're supposed to call it by like all of the specific words because we're not supposed to use any kind of shame about our body. And like I get all of those arguments. I swear to you, I do. And I am trying to raise children who have no shame about their body, about the, and bobos. who understand like bobos <laughs> or about their bobos, and they you know understand like. They have power over their own body and like all of those things. But listen, you guys, like I do not refer to my own labia. (laughs)
2: Like that's not what I call it. In um, every day around the house conversation.
3: (laughs) No, not even to my doctor. Like if I'm going to say a thing, if I'm going to, if I'm having some kind of a thing, I might just like describe it. And like everybody knows what you mean when you're like (laughs) down there.
0: I am laughing right now because I'm picturing you at the OB, and you're like, Yes, So, me too. like, my, my area down <laughs> there, <laughs> I the have some woo-woo. concerns. The woo-woo. My woo-woo. doesn't my feel woo-woo. so
3: hot. But listen, when you're talking to an OB, there's only one area you're discussing generally. Well, that's true. So, like, if I say it hurts, she knows what I mean,
1: or whatever. I just love that the names that you're giving these body parts, they're just random sounds thrown together. Like, not even like words. You're just like, you're having a stroke throwing out some sounds. Listen,
3: Rebecca, I have never been misunderstood.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, let's do a quick vote here on the panel. Do your kids, we know what Laura's family does, do your kids in everyday conversation call it the technical, the biological anatomy word, or do you
0: use euphemisms? Do you use nicknames? Kelly, how about in the Gordon House? It was split. We're 50-50, so I feel really comfortable with my vote right now. I don't have to choose. With our older (laughs) kids, we used all sorts of euphemisms. and With our younger kids now, I'm just embracing the anatomy. Okay, Rebecca, how about y'all?
1: We totally call it by the anatomy terms
2: no nicknames at all
1: well we used to, okay so heine. i call it their okay. hiney okay but
2: what even is the technical term but but but, but, but I, don't that's say, um, I don't know yeah
0: bobo anus oh, yes. well that's okay, well, I don't but that's not that. the muscles you know so well, yeah you when got, you say pull your swimsuit back up over your butt you know
2: are yeah. we gonna edit this part? <laughs> <laughs> Listen. No shame about body parts. We are sorry, this not is all sorry. Staying in. <laughs> okay, in the Teets family, my girls, my older girls know the technical terms. They know the different parts especially. It's really important to me that girls know all of the parts of their lady business. It's super important to me. But casual conversation yes. in our house, that's the TT area. <laughs>
1: Tee-tee. that's
3: where i that's where i'm aiming
2: yeah to go and I mean, it's too saying, much yeah.
3: like
1: your name megan your name is megan teats and you call it your tt
0: <laughs> never made that connection but thank you i thought that maybe that's where it came from like this is what we call it in our family and in our family it would be Gigi. ours would be ho-ho <laughs> <laughs> well that works rebecca now that's going to become a new word for laura like, oh I would say that's that's true, though. I think maybe that's what we are kind of aiming for. And so in that sense, what Laura is saying is you want them to know what the actual parts are, what they're for, what they're called. But it, well, like what you just said, Megan, you said we call our lady business the TT. You know, like we all in our conversation with friends, we don't use medical terminology all the time. No, even
3: when I'm talking to my girlfriend. Well, Rebecca you know. does.
0: <laughs> maybe.
3: Rebecca, if you were out with girlfriends and you guys were, like, talking about your vaginas. You can't even do
1: it. You can't, you can't even do it. Oh, Did you, like, just, like, have, like, a little bit of a heart attack just now? Just I'm to say
3: just, that. like, laughing, like, sipping margaritas and chatting fetch your
2: vaginas. <laughs>
0: And right now, like, half of us aren't even in our screens.
2: No. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Yeah, I'm super curious, though, Rebecca, with your girlfriends. With
1: my girlfriends? No. Well, I mean, we'll call it, like, our little, like, our hoo-ha or whatever. I don't know. (laughs) The JJ. Yeah, we just Mm -hmm. make things up. But... Right. Yeah, it's just random sounds. But it's penis and vagina in my house. I don't go into all of the specifics of the lady parts. I understand that vagina is kind of this broad stroke (laughs) that we're using for everything, and that's not technically correct. But Mm -hmm. I hear people say, I don't want my son to be saying penis like out in public. That would be my kids. Like, my kids, they shock people all the time. They're like... Ah, oh, yada 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 penis. I I don't know what they are saying, but you know it just. Happens.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh! I don't know if we're going to be able to collect ourselves to move on, but good one, Laura. That's a good. <laughs> That's a good. Sorry, sorry, not sorry. Okay, what else do you got?
1: So my final one is, um I was working at a large professional Christian theater. I was working in the lighting department. That meant that during the shows. During the performances, I would be up in the catwalks shining spotlight down on the actors and actresses. And a big part of that role was communicating with my other teammates over headset. And so we were constantly connected to each other during the show. And I, I mean, I have to admit, we ended up talking about a whole lot besides what was happening on stage you know we just were in constant communication because you're just like it becomes habit becomes routine you like really get into your roles of what you're supposed to do with the spotlight and then you kind of go on autopilot so to waste time we would just talk and occasionally though you know we would be commenting on things that we noticed on stage and on this particular day the uh actor playing jesus his wig was like a little bit Crazy. Like it just seemed off. It was kind of like bigger and kind of like it just seemed a little bit disheveled. And it was, we were making commentary on what is up with Jesus's wig. I mean, what is going on there? And I came across on headset and I said, Yeah, it looks like Jesus got a bad blowjob. Oh. <gasps> <laughs> And there was a moment of silence. And then somebody came across on headset and said, Rebecca. (laughs) And I said, what? And then it hit me what I said. What I meant was a bad (laughs) blowout. You know, like when you go to the salon and you get a professional hair drying experience.
2: Oh, my gosh. Yes, I do know what you mean. So there I
1: am, up in the rafters, up in the ceiling, the catwalks of this Christian theater with all my Christian co-workers (laughs) declaring that Jesus (laughs) looks like he got a bad blowjob.
2: I'm so amazed that the whole, that (laughs) lightning didn't strike the theater and the whole place didn't go down in flames after that
1: miscommunication. Oh, my word. (laughs) It was so bad. And I literally was, like,
2: clueless. I was like, what? Like, what did I say? <laughs> uh. That's even better. Did it Did it occur to you? Or, like, so you, like, yeah. realized yourself yes. what you had then, said?
1: Then after the, like, you know, the beat there of silence, and then the audible gasp that I think that all of my coworkers gave on headset of, Rebecca! Then I it, yeah. yes, then I
2: you kind of like replayed it in your mind yeah, and you like, like, oh, oh no no oh no dear. that's not
1: what I meant that's not what I meant that's not what that meant. <laughs> oh dear
2: <laughs> <laughs> alright awesomes I hope you enjoyed these memorable confessions as much as I did remember that you can find us anywhere on social media by searching sorta awesome and we'd love to have you join our Facebook community the sorta awesome hangout thanks so much for listening and we'll see y'all next time
1: seeking the truth never gets old